Welcome to the Influent Podcast, developing leadership, building success, and influencing society. For more resources, visit us online at influent.life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Influent Live this week. And we're in our second of our Rethink series, uh, Rethinking the Kingdom. And this one is called Re- Ruling and Reigning, Rethinking, Ruling and Reigning. And we're doing this series. This is Jim Mafuccio, by the way, my partner in crime and, and a great friend and a, and a guy who really has a revelation of the kingdom. And this is really important, Jim, because there is a conflicting narrative in the body of Christ. And we've all been bitten by it. And what happens, this conflicting narrative basically conspires to hamstring us as believers. And so it, it, give, give me an example of the conflicting narrative. Well, um, you know, I, I think if we were to ask most, most Christians, most Bible, Bible literate believers, you know, do, do we believe that the light has come into the world? And they would acknowledge that, yeah, Jesus was the light who came into the world. And then Jesus turned around and said, now you are the light of the world. And, and, and by People the say, way, yeah, I am. Yeah, Good, and, got and, that. and that light wins. You know, the, the light has come into the world and the darkness cannot overtake it or cannot comprehend right. it, right? Yet, we've been taught a, a narrative that uh, darkness is going to cover the earth and gross darkness the people. <laughs> so so, we're, so if, we're, we're, we're living as light in the context of an ever-increasing darkness. Right, right. Okay. And most, a lot of people are, what, out there right now are nodding their heads and saying, yeah, that's right. That's, that's, that's what happens. That's what happens in the end times. And, right. and uh, we won't probably dive too deep into eschatology, but that's, right. that's a fairly recent way of looking at Right. Life. So in one sense, we've, we've got this idea of we're going to be victorious and all things, but in another sense, we know we're going to get creamed and it's, we're going to lose and it's not going to work. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and we've got to get this clear because the Bible really is very, very clear about, about the state we're in, about what's going to happen in the planet, these kind of things. So last time we, we hit the first part of the series, which is really the big picture, the, the big story. Right. And, and you, you hit this so eloquently, Jim. What, what does the Bible really say about the kingdom? And of course, the kingdom is always described as expanding, uh, infinitely expanding, and continually expanding. Right. Yeah. From the beginning, first of all, the kingdom has a king, and ultimately that king is God, and he was a king before he created. And uh, he has a domain, and had a domain, and will, and has an ever-increasing domain. And so the pictures that were given throughout Scripture of the kingdom of God is, again, starting from the Daniel chapter 2 picture of the small stone that's cut without human hands that grows to be a mountain that fills the earth, and it, in the process it crushes and puts an end all to every other, other kingdoms. Yeah, right. all other ideologies, domains ultimately get destroyed by this superior way of living, this superior, it's a superior domain. ideology, superior Across the board. understanding. Ways of living, ways of treating paradigm. people, ways of eating. I mean, it, it just cuts across, right. you know, as the God of all of life. Right. And so we have this picture in, in the parables of Matthew 13 and, uh, you know, of this, uh, you know, different pictures that were given. It's leaven. It's like little yeast that's put in the loaf and the whole thing rises. It's like the wheat and the tares. The Son of Man plants the, the wheat 
and the evil one plants the tares. And at the end of the at the end of that story, at the end of the age, literally, Jesus interprets that the harvest, the tares are removed, and it's a wheat field because it's it's actually called the kingdom. He calls it take 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 the tares out of, out of my kingdom. Yeah. And so Isaiah said from the very beginning, he said, you know, when he announced the uh, prophesied the the coming, the first advent of Jesus, he said, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulders and of the increase of his government and peace. Now we're talking earth life. There will be no end. Wow. There will be no, not, not there will be no end to the kingdom. True. Right. But there will be no end to the increasing of the kingdom. Right. So, so our mindset ought to be looking for, expecting, and being part of something that's on the grow, something that's taking over in the ways of God. When I say taking over, no one go get militant, Uh, you know, because God has ways about him and that, and we take on those ways. And as we walk in those ways and we walk with him living inside of us, we should absolutely expect right. the king to see the kingdom expanding. So, so this is this is the big picture, and that's what we hit hit last time. That pretty much every single time Jesus talked about the kingdom, the wheat and the tares, the the parable of the mustard seed, the parable of uh, of the of the the yeast. Every single time it paints an identical picture of the kingdom that begins small and grows and grows and grows continually, continually. and slowly. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's an important point because the continue because a lot of people will say yes to everything we just said, but they'll postpone. We're, we're by nature we're escape artists. We love to escape trouble and we love to escape responsibility. <laughs> so if we can come up with a theology that gets us off the hook of being right. responsible for that growth, so we can push that out into a future age where Jesus comes back and now we get another upgrade. Right, humanity 2.0 wasn't enough, so we get humanity 3.0, so that we can really bring the kingdom. So that's a little bit simplistic, but I, but I think that gets into our thinking. The reality is the way you and I live today, the way that we raise our kids, the way that the ideas, the kingdom ideas, leaven their way into all of society, whether it's education, whether it's government, those ways that are based on the Word of God, His gospel. They actually work, and they, they serve people better. And, you know, whoever serves leads. I mean, that's the key to leadership in the kingdom is servanthood, right? So what system better serves people in terms of justice and righteousness? Right. Does communism yeah. or does a system that's based on the word of God? Well, well and that's, that's the point. I mean, it, we should automatically float to the top, shouldn't we? I mean, if, if, we're, giving, if we're working with our whole hearts, Colossians 3, do whatever you do with all of your heart as working for the Lord. You'll be the finest workers the world's right. ever seen. If you have the Holy Spirit in you being creative, you'll be the most creative people that have ever been. The most, the best inventors, right? The best, the best designers, yeah. the best artists, the best, the best workers, you know, and our ideas are better to your point. Right. If, if we if we have systems where justice is increasing and increases justice, it's better. It actually works better. Right. It's better for the people. It's better for the planet. This is all the kingdom. And we have we have the answers. Yeah. We have a solution for every problem. You know, we don't know what they are yet because we got to figure them out. Right. And you and I have talked enough about this to, you know, this is this is really our, our passion is is that, you know, we, we have we have shrunk the gospel to getting our sins forgiven and getting our retirement plan in order. So right. when we die, we know where we go. We go to heaven. And, and uh, 
the problem with that is, I mean, that's good. That's a really good place to start, right? Right. But we have this, we have this earth life that we're actually supposed to be impacting. And so, uh, you know, the church has made great strides through history in impacting or leavening every aspect of life on the planet. But it seems right. like in recent years, more and more of the church is withdrawing from involvement in, you know, what some are calling the seven mountains of influence or the spheres of of society or, or the cultural, you know, right. mind molders and those sorts of, that sort of terminology. So we've withdrawn from education largely, you know, and what so what happened? So then we look over at the, at the Ivy League schools that were blatantly Christian when they were founded. I mean, they were right. about... I like uh, 102 of the first 106 universities, someone said were founded by by pastors or believers as Christian schools. Right, and things and, and their, the things they said their mission right. was incredible. It was about to bring the glory of God to the planet through and, education. Through right. education. So what, now we what look happened? At, that was a hundred years, two hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah. What the heck happened? Yeah. So Where, we look. We, we look what, now. Did the rapture happen? And I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kind of did. Christians just disappeared. Yeah, it kind of did. It did. We, we self-raptured. We we pulled out. <laughs> we pulled out. No, seriously, we we pulled out of the places of influence because we. We bought into this dualistic mindset that said that that's that's the world, that's the world stuff, and it's going down the tubes. In fact, it's going down the tubes fast. Then we turn around and we highlight the the, the backslide, the darkness that's increased there, and we say, look, it's look, a, it's getting it's darker. It's a sign of the times. It proves the times. It proves that we're right. No, it just proves that you walked out of the room and turned the light it, off. It's proved that the light <laughs> went under a bushel. Yeah, Ooh. which yeah. which Ooh. Jesus that said no one ever does yeah. unless you're a 20th century Christian. Right. So, so that's, you know, that, that, that's why the narrative, you know, is important. I, I had a, I think I've shared this with you earlier, but I, I got this little picture of, it'd be like being, uh, you know, the Golden State Warriors, you know, the, the most skilled basketball players on the planet say, let's just say, some will disagree, but it's, it'd be like being put into a game. You came out of a coma and you're put in a game and you're told, <laughs> you're told, okay, we're losing by 20 points, but there's only two minutes left in the game. So mathematically, our, our perspective You're not is win. our perspective is we're not going to win the game, but we're well, we got to play. But yeah, we're champions. We don't just quit, so we shrink the game. Well, let's pull the starters. We don't want any twisted ankles because next season, you know, <laughs> and so uh, we can work on our personal stats. You know, here a point, there a point, maybe make a pass, <laughs> but don't 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 dive out of bounds to save the ball because we're not going to win. And that's really the way it's, we're living. We're, it's we're the not... way Christians are, are are doing the world. It's like, well, we're not going to win, but here a little, there a little, right? right. It's like, oh, the world's really not going to be changed. We're, got, we're really going to have any impact just here a little, there a little, which is a quote by a guy we respect yeah. saying, yeah. you know, naming yeah, I, the, I don't kind think, of impact we're going to have. I don't think God, have. you know, in, who sent his son and Jesus who paid the price that he paid in order to get man back in the place of reigning and ruling, which we'll get to, I, I just can't imagine him being okay with here a little, there a little. It's it's ridiculous. If he really is the farmer, Bible says, John 17, 1, or 15, 1, he is the vine dresser, the Georgos, it means the farmer. The father is the farmer. Is yeah. he an idiot farmer? Is he a farmer that has a really bad seed? No, he's got a really good seed. It's Jesus. He plants him in the earth. He sowed him into the earth, and he is going to have a massive harvest, yeah. and it is going to be a crazy harvest, crazy good of not just salvations, but earthly impact. Yeah. And 
and, and and one of the things that you know I've actually studied how 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 the how the earth has been transformed by Christians and you and yeah. I you and I've just discussed this a number of times how yeah. you know 200 years ago the age of the age of enlightenment these were all believers who reformed politics uh, you know uh, uh, economics penology cr criminology yeah. education they were all believers and and the earth has been massively impacted. You can't tell me that we're not going to have an impact because, well, we did. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's slavery, case in point. It's yeah. gone. And here, here's the book, by the way, Kingdom Horizon. Nice, yeah. nice, yeah. Good nice pitch. Yeah. Good, good pitch. So, <laughs> it's a great book. Great book. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but this is this is legit. This is we have had impact. It works. Yeah. And not to say it doesn't work is almost foolish. It's like who's the guy sitting back and saying, in you know, it's. In his, you know, we won't ivory name names. We won't name we names. Won't name but, names but, but yeah, I, I, I heard a, a uh, he's a very prominent Bible teacher, and I actually love and respect him. I learned a lot from his teachings, but you know, none of us has the whole picture, even you and I. <laughs> and um, but but he made this comment. He goes, any 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 reason? I'm not quoting perfectly, but any reasonable observant Christian cannot possibly uh, give any evidence that there's hope for life to get better on planet Earth until as, Jesus returns. As he sits in his as he sits in a, in Orange a, County office, in, in, high rise. Yeah, and, in, in, a, in a comfortable setting where you actually... There's are, rule of law, there's justice, yeah. there's there's yeah. money systems at work, and, and freedom of religion, freedom of speech. And he said, oh no, it's... Uh, which is all new and all bought by Christian blood, by the right. way. You know, the, uh, the Holy Spirit apparently thinks it's a good idea because he instructed Paul... He inspired Paul to write to his disciple Timothy and said, this is a, this is a paramount, paramount importance. I want men everywhere to pray. I want you to pray for, for rulers and those in authority. What, unto what? Unto what? So that we may live peaceable, quiet lives in all godliness and sincerity. And, you know, at, at, a, at a pretty huge level, we're actually able to do that in this country right now. Mm -hmm. Now, now a lot of people, you know, would put Christian guilt on you for that. Like, well, you're just a comfortable Laodicean church. No, we're actually a, a nation that, and, I'm, and we've lost ground, but we're actually living in the benefit of the power of the gospel that at some level has leavened, been leavened into everything from our, our form of government, again, not perfectly, through our schools. And, and it's, it's, it's not a God-hating nation. So... Mm -hmm. Is it the same way? I mean, you you could name a, a you know a lot of other countries that you can't live a peaceable, quiet life in For godliness sure. and sincerity. For and sure. you know what? Do you think that the people in those countries deserve? Do you think that the let me put it another way? Do you think the Lord Jesus, who the Father said, "Ask of me, and I will give you the nations as an inheritance," and I'm quite sure He asked, and I'm quite sure the Father did give Him that inheritance and is giving Him that inheritance. Do you think He's content with us and a few other countries having some semblance of the ability to live that kind of a life while the kind of stuff go, that goes on in other parts of the world goes on? I, I don't want it. I don't want it for them. I know he doesn't want it for them. So for us to think that we're, I, I personally, this is me, so I, this disclaimer here, this is Jim Mafuccio speaking, I don't think we're anywhere near the end. If I look at the, if I look at the whole globe and the condition of all the nations, I say we've got a pretty good start going. And your book kind of outlines, you know, I call it the, it's, it's a wheat inventory. Like, how is the kingdom, how's the leaven working? Is the whole loaf leavened yet? No, obviously not. Is, is, is even our country? No. In fact, I think we've gone backwards some 
partially, mostly because I think the church has withdrawn from being the leavening agent, as we, as we talked about. But, you know, I look at that and say, you know, it's getting harder today to become a, a despot and run uh -huh. some country yeah. uh, torturing your people. It still happens, but you know what? The eyes of the world are on it now, not just Christians. But do you think that's a God idea or a Satan idea for despots to be pulled down from their from their dictatorships? Right. What about women's rights? Do you think it's a, sa a satanic idea or a godly idea yeah. that that the stuff that's even coming yeah. out and now? All, all these freedoms and rights were bought by during in the age of enlightenment yeah. by believers who 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 wanted the kingdom, who who understood the kingdom uh, to a to a degree and wanted to build a nation based. On, right. the, on that ideology. Yeah. Okay, so the big the big picture is the kingdom advancing. Kingdom advancing. Okay, our role. What does it mean, Jim, to rule and reign? What is what does that mean? So, so tell us about this. Well, it doesn't mean we go beat everybody up. That's for sure. So, so right now, I, I always like to kind of place the furniture or the the the, the big players. Okay, get the big picture and then zero in. So right now. Jesus, we again, every most Bible-believing Christians would agree where, where he is right now. And some would say, well, he's in my heart. Well, that's good. The Holy Spirit actually is in your spirit. Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of the, of the throne of the majesty on high, and he right now is reigning. Okay, he is, he is the, Revelation tells us he's the, he's the ruler over the kings of the earth. Not he will become the ruler over the, he right now is the ruler over the kings of the earth. So Ephesians tells us that, that he has been, uh, he's been exalted above every other name. All other authorities have been put under him. And he is, has been exalted to the right hand of the Father. And he is given as head over all, wait for this part, to his body, which yep. is the church. And where are we located? Now, I know spiritually we're seated with him in heavenly, we're that connected with him that that the Holy Spirit says we're seated with him in heavenly places, but we're his body and we're on the earth. Right. And the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. Your feet. Our feet. That was to the church. Right. So, so Jesus is reigning. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's reigning right now. By the way, I, I mean, I recently heard a, uh, another teacher that I really respect. He's in the, the charismatic uh, you know, kind of triumphant faith camp. And, and he was talking about why, you know, why there's evil in the world. There's obviously still evil in the world. And, and he said, because the Bible says that Satan is the ruler of this world and the God of this age. Well, Scripture does say at, at, a, at a point in time that he was. Right. But is he still? No. No, because what did Jesus do? He, he took the keys away from the enemy, right? He bound right. the enemy. He, right. He, he disarmed the principalities and powers and made a public spectacle of them. So, so there's one thing to be uh, a defeated enemy, and there's another thing to be a destroyed enemy. Right. right? So, so Jesus defeated. So now, whereas before the cross and the resurrection, nobody could get out of the domain of darkness. The whole world lied right. under, lie under the power of the evil one at that right. point in time. Now, is there still a domain of darkness? Absolutely, but guess what? There's, there's now an open door, right? Jesus took right. the keys, and now we can pillage the, ki the kingdom of darkness. And that's actually what we're doing as the gospel spreads, and not just the gospel what? of, you know, be forgiven of your sins and go to heaven when you die, yeah. but the gospel of the living in the ways of God that produce life and produce freedom and produce justice and righteousness, which are the foundations right. of his throne. So, 
Satan was the ruler of this world. And yeah, we were imprisoned, the right. Bible says. You in, couldn't get out. You, you couldn't get out. So Jesus dealt him this crushing defeat and then armed us. Yeah. He's, he That's says right. he's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. Yeah. He said, you will soon crush Satan under your feet. He yeah. who overcomes. So he's armed us with the tools to basically walk out this victory. That's right. And deal him additional defeats until he is yeah. destroyed. Yeah, it's it's like I, I liken it to when, when Saddam Hussein was toppled, right? Then he went into a hole and hid whatever he did. But you know what? There was still insurgents. There was still, we weren't done yet. Right. But the, but the regime had fallen. The regime came down. And so the, the soldiers had to go in and what? Drive out the insurgents. That's, that's right now, the, the powers of darkness on the globe are insurgents. We have, in Jesus Christ, the church, corporately, we have authority over the darkness. We are the light of the world. Where we show up, and I'm not talking about you know winning every little skirmish. It's not about that. But where we show up, where the where the kingdom is planted and persists, where individual transformed lives engage life, their works as in at such a at such a level where men see their good works and glorify their Father in heaven. Darkness is pushed back. Souls are saved, yes. But even aside from souls being saved, school systems are are better. School systems right. are developed. Better governmental systems are developed, even by non-Christians. Right. Justice begins to happen. It's that uh, Mercy powerful. begins to happen. Love begins to happen. Forgiveness begins to happen. And Kingdom the systems values. begin to change right. because we're there and we're representing those things. Right. And then we take all the passages that talk about nothing will be impossible right. for those who believe. If two or more of you agree as touching anything, if we... If we if we proclaim something on earth that's in agreement with the will of God, it's it's done. Right. How could we? But what if two or more agree that we're going to lose and everything's going to go bad? Well, and, the, the good news there is God's not going to let that happen. And yeah. all we need is two or three that will agree. No, that's not true. But it really is negative faith. Yeah. It really is. It's, yeah. it's like this is why I, I just think we need to we need to change our diet spiritually. Yeah. Of, of all the things that, that you know, people are telling you what's not going to work what isn't going to happen, how strong Satan is and all this. I don't want any part of this anymore. Yeah. I just, I'm done with it. I want to meditate on who God is. I want to meditate on what God is doing and, and, and go and build with those who, who are of the like mind. Yeah, and I think it's important to explain. This isn't denial of darkness on the globe. This is just a, a strong and confident profession that light wins, light has been winning, Light is going to win. And as we said last in the last session, the Father said to Jesus, sit right here at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. 1 right. Corinthians 15 picks up the same thing. says, for he, Jesus, must reign. We know where he's reigning from. He must reign until his enemies are made a footstool. He's going to win. On this planet, before he returns, darkness is going to get shoved off. And again, I believe there's tears at the end. Right. What does that look like? Right. I don't know. But, but I, I, I can look back in history and say, how far have we come? What has changed in 2,000 years? And say, what's it going to take for that to continue going forward? Yeah. And what it's going to take is faith. It's going to take the believers, the family of God, for one. I believe rediscovering the big picture story which right. isn't a losing story, and it's no. it's, it's predominantly in history. It's it's the, it's the view that was held by most. Yeah, we, we you know, and what really shifted my view, you know, is the kingdom growing or shrinking? Well, 
I mean, the scripture we pointed out is 100% growth, 100%. Yeah. Everything is growing. But what shifted me was when I actually studied history. And as a historian, I go through and I started studying, well, how has the earth changed? Right. And to see that, holy smokes, everything, the, the, the world we live in is vastly different yeah. than the world oh. that Jesus lived in and far superior in virtually every way that you can measure, including spiritually. Right. So, and, and, and it's, it's nuts. And then to say, so right there, there that, you go, that, there that, you go. That's one more pitch, you know, no, it, but it's really true. But, I mean, but that, what happens all of a sudden it shifted my faith where I'm like, wait a minute, this has already been happening. Who's to say, you know, it's going to suddenly stop and reverse? It's ridiculous. Right. And it matches what the Bible says. Yeah. And so we are on a continuum and we stand on the shoulders of a long line of reformers yeah. who have paid a dear price to bring the value system of heaven and to transform the earth to look more like his kingdom. I think of a William Wilberforce, you know, and just think Perfect of example. think if he were alive today. And there are there. This is what this is what. uh this is what gets me. There are young people today that are listening to this message that says the end is closing in, the Antichrist is rising, things are getting darker, and, and you know, save a few here and there and, and hold on for I, whatever. I mean, everyone has a different way of processing that. But the point is, you will not think, you will not think long term and you will not engage in a battle against, against an issue. I mean, there's people that have energy about about energy, you know, about desalination. Like, there's not many Christian kids being raised to have a passion for desalination so that people can drink potable water on the planet because that's a that's a worldly problem. It would take too long to solve, and Jesus is coming back next Tuesday. So what if William Wilberforce was alive today and, and he saw the battle that he had ahead of him just to, to put a major stake in the ground regarding the slavery issue? And it had a lot further to go past him, but there's... People aren't signing up for these long-term assignments right. anymore because we're, we're living in this temporary, this closed yeah. system of short-term thinking, and right. we shrink the gospel down to like, well, right. save a few souls because right. that's about all you can really right. do and, and be victorious. That that's not reigning. That is okay, not Jim, what reigning is. We got about five minutes left. Ruling, oh boy. ruling and reigning. Yes, ruling and reigning. Yes. Who are we? Okay, and what are we to do? So Romans 5.17 says, For if by one man's offense, Adam, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one so Jesus So this is Christ. not in the afterlife? No, this is right here and right now. In fact, I, I believe that the Psalm 110, that, that scripture that's quoted the most in the New Testament, the sit right here at my right hand, he says, For for, for you, will, you will rule from Zion, it says, Jesus will rule from Zion, stretching forth his scepter, his strong scepter, saying, rule thou in the midst of your enemies. The scepter is, was the ruling instrument, the symbol mm -hmm. of authority. We are the ecclesia, that's almost a perfect definition. The ecclesia, those that are called out to rule, that's what the church, that's actually what the word church means. Wow. Okay, it's a political, really? it, it was a political group in the Greek city-states that would, that would actually rule over issues and make decisions and sit at the gates, you know, and this sort of thing. That's what, that's the picture. That's the church, wow. the, that's the ecclesia that Jesus is building that the gates of hell will not prevail against. Gates don't come after you. How would gates prevail? Stopping us from going in? No, we can go right into the domain of darkness, bring light, sna yes, snatch souls out, infuse them with the gospel of Jesus Christ and create another little pocket of leavened 
loaf that, that moves forward. Okay, Some, we, someone's going to say, well, I'm ruling and reigning in my own heart, and you know, when I overcome my, my weakness, then I'm ruling. Well, actually, I, I would be I would be jazzed if if most of us would start right there because I mean, really, if you look at the morality of the church or the divorce rate of the church or any other it's number a good of place things, to start. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it again, that's the way the kingdom is. As we talked about last week, it's small to large, it's inside to out. So we can't bypass the the gospel penetrates a human life. That human life, as we renew our mind, is transformed. But the point that is, transform- we've, we've reduced. The gospel to tonight. a very personal thing, yeah. right? Yeah, it's only personal because we don't have a vision for changing our cities, transforming cities. What does that look like? Right. So you have one camp that'll say, "Well, that means there's going to be a supernatural outpouring of the charisma, and you know, legs are going to get straightened, and bodies are going to get healed, and some dead are going to be raised." And by the way, I'm all for all Let's of that. It. But there's also, and schools are going to be built, yep. and governments are going to be corrupt. Governments are going to be exposed, and Prison systems are going to be redesigned, and energy solutions are going to be found. Come on, all of that, oh. all, all of that. that <laughs> so reigning means bringing the the dominion, really, of, of God's kingdom, of His ways, His presence and His ways. Not just the individual, individuals, families. You know, here's the bottom line: life really works God's way, and when people get around it, they feel it. They feel it coming yeah, off of you. For sure, people are served. They're at peace, and they say. Take me to your leader. And that's really ultimately what we want. That's the kingdom growing, people bowing the knee. That's the picture, I believe, of the Isaiah 60, that the back to the darkness. Well, what about darkness covers the earth and gross darkness? Well, I, I, I got, I was going to say the Lord woke me up, but that sounds too Tell the story, man. This is awesome. <laughs> One, uh, when I'm going through this discovery process, this rediscovery process of this way of viewing life, um, I was troubled with that thought about the darkness covering the earth and gross darkness, the people, and, and that whole Isaiah 60 thing. And I wake up one morning at like four in the morning, and the, this question is right there on my mind. If, and this, I believe it was like the Lord asking me this. If you believe that the light has come into the world, how could you ever believe that darkness would ever cover the earth again and gross darkness the people? <laughs> and I mean, I was, I was shocked. It was like a slap. And all wow. of a sudden, like three or four different scriptures, like just, just connect the dot. Like Isaiah, the people walking in darkness have beheld a great light. Well, everybody yeah. knows who that was talking about, right. Jesus coming. And then John, in the beginning of, of the book of John, that, that he himself, he was speaking of John Is the there Baptist. another light that we're supposed yeah, to come yeah, until he then? He said, the light has come into the world, and that was Jesus, and the darkness could not overtake it. And then Jesus turns around and says, now you are the light of the world. But here's the thing, here's the catch. Light isn't automatic. It can be, a bushel can be put over it. We can withdraw. And so that's what I believe has happened. I believe that we have, we have, we've failed to be salt and light. And so we're being trampled under the foot yeah. of man. That's yeah. why the secularists are winning. So people say, what's the answer? We got we to gotta go into strategic warfare. We got to get the right person voted at the top. And again, I'm, all, I'm for all of that. But to me, it's really simple. And I think I heard let, you say let this Let your once. light shine before men. Yeah, that they will the see your good, the outworking of the your works, life. Which is, which is not just going to church Real on Sunday. Stuff. It's Real actually stuff. implementing legislation, right? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. being a creative problem solver for the water system or energy or whatever it is. Whatever, whatever, is, whatever area of life, whatever spheres of influence you're given. Right. So every, every ruler, in order, to have a, in order to reign, I've got to have a domain. So we begin asking the question, Lord, where's Where my do domain? I reign? Well, right here between, Ooh. right here is a, the great, everybody That's has this one. Question. Right between here and here, 
There is a jurisdiction that every single one of yeah. us is in charge of. The garden of our thoughts. The garden over of our, our body. Rain, our bodies, rain over there. That's... Our family relationships. Yes. Our neighborhood relate. How are we connected to our communities? But but also rain. Wait a minute. What about work? What about rain at work and through our What walk? you do as your occupation is probably, I mean, it, you know, the workplace has taken a big hit in, in, in the last couple, I don't know, decades, you know, like, well, we always ask people, how, you know, well, what do you do? Like, and that's been kind of turned into a negative thing, you know, like, instead of like, well, who are you? Well, I'm a child of God, blood bought, and he's a good, good father, and I'm loved by him, and I'm not, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, what do you do? There's nothing wrong with asking somebody what they do. We are created by him for good works that we should walk in them. In fact, Titus says that, that he redeemed us from every lawless deed, made us his own special people, that we would be zealous for good works. So it's yeah. okay to ask somebody, what do you do? Hey, I, I want to reform the real estate world. I want to see yeah. inner city housing fixed. That's what I do. Nothing wrong so, with that. Big picture, kingdom advancing. Kingdom advancing, Jesus reigning and ruling from the throne, through his body, his scepter extended, our feet are on the earth. The body is on the earth. A little bit of, little bit of uh, anatomy and physiology here. We're seated with him in heavenly places. Our spirit, we're connected with him. As we abide in him, his ways flow through us. And everything we touch ought to be impacted. Our light ought to come wherever there's darkness. Through the outworking of our lives. Not just the going to church. Not just the preaching the gospel with words. The living, excellent lives that reflect the value system of God that will cause the nations to come streaming in and say, come let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, for there he will teach us his ways. God's ways Very work good. and God's ways are winsome. And if we walk in God's ways, we'll win some. Ooh. This is rich, Jim. All right, next time, what are we going to rethink? My, I think... I think we need to rethink that. <laughs> I don't have that ready yet. Okay. So, so we'll, uh, we may just go back on, on more of this raining. I, th I think there's a lot more. There was a lot, a lot that I had that I wanted to say about raining because I did a lot of studying on the word and, uh, and, and, you know, some exam I think some examples of what that rain has looked like on earth, really. Right. And maybe draw some things from your book that uh, did, do a great job of, you know, summarizing some of that. And I, I, I think you ought to come out with one of these every 25 years, Bob, and which means you need to stick around a while. Well, maybe you should write your book. And, and uh, <laughs> you, you know, no, we say, how are we doing? How, yeah. How's slavery doing on the planet? How's, yeah. how's, uh, how's longevity? I mean, longevity, I was just reading some statistics this past week. It's incredible. It's amazing what's, what's happening. Happened. Human life. And again, yeah. people could say longevity. Well, that, that's a secular thing. Hey, Satan came to kill, steal, and destroy. Do you think he was happy or sad when the average life expectancy in, in Europe was 40 years? Yeah. Uh, 40 years. Satan you killing, think he was happy about killing that? Killing all the people in their youth. It's yeah. ridiculous. So, so. yeah, it, it is, you know, it's time for us to reign. It's it time for time. us to reign. It's, it's time to on. take <laughs> up our scepters yeah. and rule and reign. Yeah. All right. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you next time, Influent Live, where we're going to continue to rethink the kingdom. All right. God Go bless. On. See you next time. Mm -hmm.